0: My
1: gym, you know this, my gym teacher called me metrosexual in fifth grade. No, but, like, that, that was, you were allowed to say it then. But then it was, like, not bad. Wasn't it because like, what
0: did, you wanted to
1: redo your uh, picture? I was the only one day. that wanted to go to picture retake day. <laughs> well, I was the only one that was there for the originals. And then he's like, yeah, you are a metrosexual.
0: <laughs>
2: That's one of my favorite stories. story I've heard.
1: Hi, Nico. What's up, Con? Not much. I love you. I love you. No homo. A
0: little bit of homo for me.
1: Just a little bit. Just a smidge.
0: From two guys who are never part of the boys club, we want to welcome you into ours.
1: Welcome to boys club. This
0: is our podcast.
1: (laughs) About boys. And about other things. Like their clubs.
0: And the things we were a part of.
1: Hockey. And we're not a part of. Bagels.
0: Wait, did you say we were a part of hockey? I wasn't. Me neither. Welcome to the club, boys.
1: Grab a bagel. (laughs) 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 Grab a bagel. (laughs) I was like, what do boys eat? (laughs) I'm ready, baby. Let's go. How are you? When I'm good, I feel so at peace today. Because it's fall. It's I love fall. I realize that summer is actually incredibly stressful. Yeah. I realize that. Like, there was something about yesterday. I was walking on Bedford Flex, and there were all these just, like, rich people leaving the Whole Foods who I feel like have just, like, sworn, like, back into town. And, like, they had, like, ready for a routine. And I was like, oh, it's back to school. Thank God. It does feel like back to school. Yeah. We
0: we had – we FaceTimed this morning to talk about, like, Boys Club stuff at 845, and you did say last night, it feels like we have homeroom together on the first day of school tomorrow. I feel like (laughs) we do.
1: This is it. School year's here.
0: Yeah. I agree. I was thinking about the summer a lot, too, because I think in the winter, it's, like, widely accepted that you're, like, fuck this. It needs to be done. Yes. But with summer – it's also, like, temperatures are uncomfortable just in the other direction. And it is yes. kind of chaotic, as is the winter, just in, like, the other direction. It's and it feels, like, less acceptable to be, like, I'm tired of this. yeah. But it's I was too starting and to get it feels like it today.
1: should be raining today. Like it makes sense that it's raining. I'm glad that it's raining. It feels it's at cleansed. peace to me. It feels cleansing. Yeah, it's cleansing. Did I, you? Uh,
0: did you see any boys clubs? To yeah, I saw the summer? biggest
1: one. Oh. Um, I went to the U.S. Open with my parents. Oh yeah. And and my brothers, everyone who took an Amtrak here for the U.S. Open, <laughs> and I took the seven, so, <laughs> which also felt like a trek. But, um, that is a boys club. Is the U.S. The Open. US Open? Yeah. Who would you see? Where can he go? A French girl. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: These are fully professional athletes. A French girl. Well, what was
1: fascinating um, is, like, everyone is staring at... Like, I didn't feel like I was watching a thing. I felt like I was sitting in a space where there were things happening all around me. And the I could, like, whole thing's a spectacle. Yes. Like, I was oriented to the entire circular situation, whereas everyone else was just, like, staring down at the court. Um, court.
0: Do, you, do you think that, like... Events like that have always felt that way, or that with like now that everybody has like social media and is more aware of their presence and like the way they come off. And I it like, feels like a micro celebrity in their own little world that they. I think everyone. You know what I
1: mean? I de- yes, and especially at this event, everyone felt like it was definitely like very much in love with themselves. I feel like you. Same. You Pick
0: your outfit for the U.S. Open. That's
1: no people did. no, didn't show up. To. Yes, it was the hair and the nails and the all of it. Every single thing. And that was just for you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that was just me. But I did. At one point, my dad said, I need to go explore. And then he gets up to, like, walk around. And then I go with him. And I was like, this is the best part. And we just, like, walk around the US Open. It's kind of like, because there's, like, random little courts. And so it reminded me of just, like, a grown-up science fair mm-hmm. where you would just, like, walk around and look at all the random courts where people are playing. But the craziest part to me was that people spend hundreds of dollars to go. And then a lot of them were just looking at their phones because we weren't in the Serena one. because. Mm. I guess we were in like the B team. So, but Serena like was like playing next door. Yes. And I'm like, we are at the U.S. Open. Did you hear it? Um, you could occasionally hear people go, woo.
0: Yeah, it's a very quiet sport, too. Very,
1: I know. People, yes, it's I very think the quiet. next
0: level up for you is, is to go to the Masters.
1: I, wait. I know, but it seems crazy to me to like travel with your family to sit there in quiet and watch people play sports.
0: But we maybe could go to the Masters because you know where that is?
1: Um, Florida. Georgia. Oh, we have a place to stay disgrace the masters I think it's in florida but then i thought of you because there's a store so the us open is all about selling shirts to people that's like their whole thing and so there's like
0: like, now it's like did you even go to an event if you don't have a shirt from
1: it i know and i have a hat that's like under armor and (laughs) i was gonna get a bucket hat but then i was like i'm not spending 36 dollars for a joke like that's i don't feel like that's your vibe really not it doesn't make me hotter you know what i mean and like that's what a hat is for.
0: I put on Freddie's bucket hat the other day and it went fully over my ears like this. I looked like a, a toddler.
1: I don't wait, it's um do you remember Franklin the Turtle? Could count it by two Zoom. Exactly like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, everyone in there, so it's like all of these like straight couples and just like the man standing there like Ugh! and then the women like trying to buy every polo that they've ever seen and like putting it in front of the guy and be like, this one, this one, this one, like Peter Millar. And it's like Go on the internet, first off. And yeah. secondly, like, it's such a status thing for these people.
0: To be like, I bought this shirt you could buy it anywhere, but it was at the U.S. Open. It was at the U.S. Open, yeah. Also, when you see... Girlfriends or spouses or whatever, like women buying shirts for their man. Yes, it does feel like very like mommy picked this out for you. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so weird. Yeah,
1: as Jesse Baller would say, get up, girl. <laughs> get up.
0: I think that was a Maddie phrase.
1: As a Maddie, as Maddie Peck would say, get up, girl. Girl, get up. True. Did you see any boys?
0: I did because this weekend I was at my cousin's straight wedding.
1: The. The, the King Boys Club. The, the ultimate boys club. And I found marriage. myself
0: in, in quite the boys club because I... My cousin asked me to, like, basically DJ and MC the event. Yeah, so I had to go early to, like, set up the speaker and, like, the Bluetooth and stuff. And I was like, I just... I, just because I'm a comedian does not I'm qualified to work a speaker. Wait, I'm
1: going to push back on what you just said because... You know, I know, I know that I we it. would not have microphones for any of these podcasts if you weren't here.
0: No, I know. I enlisted.
1: Did you see him set up the microphone? <laughs>
0: <I> <laughs> if know, he died,
1: me. we wouldn't go on. <laughs> There'd be yeah, no tech. I'm a co-host,
0: just because there's no tech. <laughs> if Jeez. you could do the tech, it would continue on as a solo podcast. <laughs> It'd be boy club. An in memoriam
1: <laughs> podcast. <laughs> in
2: memoriam
0: <laughs> anyway so I had to set up like the speaker and all this stuff and uh it was like so the wedding was outside it, it was at a golf course it was really pretty you could like it was like overlooking these like rolling wait say road, the like, town that it was in Owego oh
1: I love that every time you say that I love that go on it
0: was in Owego New York upstate and so it was this beautiful golf course like all this stuff so it was it was right outside the like kind of pro shop building that they'd like turned into the wedding event space and then so the, the wedding was all seated outside and then there was like this little shack next to it where all the equipment was so I had to go in there and start fiddling with it and like and then all of a sudden in the middle of the, the entire groom's party comes back into this shack because that's where they were like hanging out before and they're all like drinking and like having a good time and being like, Boy, It's not too late to back out, brother. Like, <laughs> Just like, and I'm just like, I'm just gonna fix this thing. And then they were trying to talk to me and I was like, I oh, this is not my space. Like one guy was like, had just come back from his like tour in Egypt like as part of the military and was like going back. Wait, I'm it's honestly like, getting anxious. It was crazy. So I was like, you oh my goodness, kids. this is like not my, not my space. It no. Didn't. And then I got asked the most stressful question there is, which is what kind of music do you like? And I was like, uh... I don't know why that question gets me but especially coming from and then just a group of men turned to me to look at me and i was like phoebe bridgers like i <laughs> don't know who she is and i was like eh, you know everything i don't really care um
1: they don't know who she is at all probably
0: not you think what did
1: they want you to say cheryl crow no what i don't was think the, what did. was the right answer
0: I, I don't think there is but anyway they were all really nice it wasn't that big of a deal but for a second they were all like in suspenders i was like oye, oye. crazy anyway that was my voice club um should we should we bring our guest in
1: i think we should
0: absolutely uh boys our guest today is a fucking hilarious stand-up comedian one of the best in the scene uh they've been featured on comedy central and hbo please give a warm welcome to maddie wiener hello welcome welcome thank you for having me I know
1: our true human pleasure (laughs) have you
0: been to the u.s open or a straight wedding
2: no uh straight wedding maybe like as a child like a family wedding but like yeah. i'm sad to say i have not been to like a wedding in my like adult memory yeah Cause i feel like all my friends are comedians and they're slightly dysfunctional and like and none of my friends are getting married <laughs> i'm just watching them go into their 30s and stay single And yeah. i'm <laughs> like oh okay exactly. uh i went to like my aunt and uncle's wedding like years ago yeah My,
0: my two, I've been, I had never been to a wedding before until this summer. Both of my cousins got married a month apart and they're siblings. So it was like, Oh wow. Very back to back.
2: Both straight weddings? Both straight
0: weddings. Oh, and the craziest part was that we, so I got seated near the, um, like where the like mic and everything was and separate from my family, but Maddie and I sat together with these two people that worked or three people that worked with my cousin who was getting married. So we were like, okay, whatever. And then she came, we were kind of like these people might be queer. And then the bride came up to us and was like, "So, uh, this is the gay table." I'm not kidding. She put us <laughs> all together. And mind you, in the most dimly lit corner of the venue, like they like put them in the side. It was so crazy.
1: Wait, who were the other gay people? It was
0: just like three like women that worked with her at her old job. To be fair, like there were so few gay people at this wedding that we didn't even have It fully seated. Like there were empty spaces at the table.
1: (laughs) The workplace is how straight people get introduced to queers. Yeah, it is. I had a great aunt, aunt, a great aunt who's dead, but she's really old. But I asked my dad. I was like, do you think she was homophobic? And he said, no. She had a friend from work who was a lesbian.
2: It's so funny to be like, no, 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 you don't understand. (laughs) Like, I'm not homophobic. I'm contractually obligated to hang out with a gay person. I won't be able to pay my rent. Uh, (laughs) Like, that's not like you're. They're not even your friend. (laughs) It was forced to sit near them in a building.
1: Yeah, that reminds me. At the U.S. Open, though, between sets, you know, water breaks. They would play whatever they want to call it. They would play like, chain hang low. And, like, all these songs. And then a bunch of people in polos would start, like, dancing to it. And then it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because everybody wants to be on the big screen. I do not want to be on the big screen. I think that's a voice club of people who go to the U.S. Open. And I'm like, now's my chance to be on the big screen.
2: Did they do, like, a kiss cam?
1: They No, worse. They would do a beer chugging cam. <gasps> yeah. At the U.S. Open? I swear to God. Um, and it was crazy. Yes. If you got on it, then you would have to chug your beer.
2: I think I thought that everyone there was like drinking champagne yeah, and was like, this isn't up. a sports event. This is an outing. I didn't realize it was just like, no, you're still just going there to watch sports and get done. Yeah, no, it, it was like
1: formal yeah. yeah. I know. Ooh. Yeah. It's you a dress be- rat boys. Yes. No, no, that is definitely the vibe. Okay. Yeah. And then my dad, <laughs> who at one point when they were chugging beer said to me, I'm sorry. Cause I'm sober. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry. It's your face. Sweet man, wait.
0: Do they go every year?
1: They've gone two years in a row. Do they
0: love tennis?
1: Mm, I think it's like a we've worked our whole lives (laughs) to be able to get on the Amtrak and stay in a hotel and go to the U.S. Open and like power to them. They're like, we have a house at the beach and we came from nothing. And like, that's the U.S. Open is like that. Um, all
0: right, so should we start asking about some boys
1: clubs? What is an example of a boys club that you are not a part of?
2: Okay, well, this is a good segue slash I hope I'm not redundant, but I was going to say like being a sports fan, I'm there like the sports that I care about. And even then I don't really like super follow them are like figure skating and ballet. Yes. Like those are the only ones I'll watch, oh, but oh, like competitive sports. Like I'll only watch skating. like, right. I yes. used to, I was on a synchronized skating team for those like years. I'm like, I love figure skating so much and I love watching it, but I only want to watch like performance based sports.
1: Oh, do you like gymnastics?
2: Yeah, I love watching gymnastics. Do you like
1: stardom? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's where like the girls from Indiana can become stars. <laughs> and yeah. they
2: do when they land there's so much theatrics to it, like the little flick of the oh, wrist. Oh, yes. But they don't just like land a jump and like, like they, they do a little like arm flick and like head up, like it, it's a real performance yes. to it. And the most cool.
1: wild one is when they don't do well, but then they still have to end it so they have like a mad <laughs> face and they're like <laughs> and then they like pout off and they and live for it.
0: The, oh my gosh, that is so true. Though that with like gymnastics, figure skating, and like pageants, like beauty pageants, Stars. it really is like if you are from the middle of nowhere, you can be anybody.
1: But this if your girl out. is gorgeous, god yes. damn it, you could be a star. Yes, You could be a star overnight. That
0: is like I It so was a movie yeah. about
1: the American Dream. This episode is about the American Dream. <laughs> that's the theme that that's we're a on voice today.
0: Um, what do you think about, like... Because I was thinking about this recently. What sport were we talking about that's very individual?
1: Figure skating, gymnastic, track and field. Track and field, mm. yeah.
2: I actually do watch track and field sometimes, like, on YouTube.
1: Yeah. I, then, no, then, like, and, like, like, the sprints. It's nice to watch someone just sprint.
2: Yeah. It's, and... Yeah. It's, it's cool to watch someone just do something, like, really hard. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and there's, like, an animalistic element to it. And, like, I don't watch... You can't watch the Phillies and be like, I have an opinion about this, like, one... I was gonna say character player <laughs> There's no like <laughs> none the of the characters in the Phillies. <laughs> but like gymnastics, like Sean Johnson, like that's a person. Like that's with a story.
0: Yeah. I have a counterpoint to this though, which was which is why I was gonna ask you. So recently I've been more interested in baseball and part of it was because I was watching it and I was like, Oh my gosh, every single play is a one v one. Pitcher versus batter. Mm. And it's like who is gonna be better in this moment, pitcher or batter? And like once they hit, then there's more of the team gets involved, but for a lot of it, it's just a one v one situation, and that's like so intense.
2: That's really interesting.
0: Because baseball is kind of very lull and very, but it's like if you're up, one of those people,
2: like it's really intense. The way you moment.
1: described it made it sound so hot. <laughs> like, <laughs> s- like Thank you. that should be a porn category: is pitcher batter. I didn't like
2: baseball until I realized they just have to lock eyes and fight each other. <laughs> <laughs> it really
0: is. It's like Super Smash. You pick your character, and it's like. 1v1. It becomes more apparent when it's like a tie game or something and it's late and you're like, oh, every moment counts. But it really yes. is. The like, entire game is like that. Yeah. But it's also so slow.
1: I feel like you would like so. the US Open though because that is about stars. Mm. Like, actually, so, okay, so one of the matches was an American versus an Australian, and naturally everyone was, like, rooting for the American, but then I Googled the American, and he's a Trumper, so then every time people would cheer, I would say, he's MAGA, and they didn't care, Um, but then the Australian, I know, I know, I know, (laughs) then the Australian, I Googled him and gay, and it came up that in 2017, someone said, do you like gay marriage? And he said, I don't have a problem with gay marriage, so that's who I rooted for. (laughs)
0: I love that your barometer is you just like, any celebrity you want to look up, like, what's their stance on gay
1: people? No, literally. Elizabeth Banks gay. (laughs) She does like gay people. She does? Yeah, she does. Thank God. (laughs) Can you imagine? It's
0: pretty crazy to to not be okay with gay people these days. I know they do exist. To publicly say that. But in the last
1: place where they might be is sports.
0: (laughs) Yeah, back to figure skating. Are there any queer people in figure skating? I mean, obviously
1: the men. Men. Women.
2: Oh, that's a good question. I mean, I'm sure there are, but not that, I that come to mind immediately for me. Yeah.
1: But yeah, also, I'm not know. like I
2: could only name like three. Yeah.
1: And even <laughs> the men, like, a lot of the like star men are straight, which is a waste.
2: Did you ever see that SNL sketch the, the men's heterosexual figure skating championships? Nobody oh, no. perfect. It's so funny. Oh my god, they just got on the ice and like hockey skates and they're falling over and like eating pizza. It's so good.
0: That's so funny. But,
2: no, I don't. I don't know. Well, there's also the, the thing of, like, you know, pairs figure skating always has to be, like, male, female. Like, I don't know. It would be mm. interesting to see somebody shake that up. But, like, I don't know how the rules even work. Like, if you could do that in competition.
1: Adam Rappan, I feel like, was one. Do you remember Adam Rappan? No, wait. He I'm was, a bad fan. He was, um, was someone who became, like, a star. But he didn't even do well. Like, because in figure skating, you don't even need to do well. If you, you said be, to get the
2: audience on your side.
1: If you're America's sweetheart, then you've...
2: And That's the little the things are so, like... It's like, oh, the edge of his blade was tilted slightly this way. But everyone watching is like... They all just did a crazy spin. Like, yeah. it yes. looks kind of the same unless someone falls. Right. Again,
0: if you're gorgeous enough and the audience loves you... Yes. You can star. do anything.
1: A star.
2: It's all about panache.
1: <laughs> and it's all about, like, you almost want to fall because then you have a story. And then it's like... You want to fall in, like, the, but the qualifiers. But you still make it barely. Yeah.
2: That's... Oh, my gosh. That is when it really gets riled up is when somebody falls in the public practice warm-up thing beforehand, well, and then the announcers as they're going into the don't like, she fell at practice today is she gonna land it yeah. that's nice. like the suspense that you, oh, that's the suspense you live for I sorry my that. mic phone.
1: well do you remember Tanya Harding when she had an issue with her shoelaces
2: yeah that's so sad yes they just like untied themselves
1: yes her shoelaces were all fucked so then cause she was like had this like freak out and then going into it it was like underdog I mean she was the underdog for a lot of reasons but like yeah classist but like a whole bunch of things have you seen Itania? yes iconic
0: what do you what about like uh like snowboarding skateboarding skiing other i'll watch those
2: yeah, yeah i like watching snowboarding i mean the aesthetic of snowboarding is just so cool yeah and there's so many hot women who snowboard Absolutely. that have androgynous vibes that Absolutely. it's a great look um but yeah snowboarding for sure skateboarding i watch a lot of like instagram yeah skateboarding videos that are very like DIY yeah. people in the park but they're really cool Oh yeah! have you seen people do the um it's like instead of a skateboard it's basically just like two little wheel pods that are separate and no, they have one on theory. each foot and they have like one little mini skateboard on each foot and they're like but it's not rollerblades it is just like a thing you stand on I don't know how they do it it's like is it so kind of like skis almost? they're like literally a square the size of like a lemon square and they each have like one wheel on them but so they're not, like, attached to your foot. Like, you do just balance on it like a skateboard, but then your feet can operate independently.
1: Damn. Wait, that's so... I love that skateboarders are, like, innovating. Yeah. Like, People are so the talented. Future. It's crazy. crazy. There's
2: cool stuff happening on Instagram.
1: Wait, do you remember Nancy Kerrigan?
2: <laughs> Wait, I know the name, but I'm dumb. Do you know who Nancy Kerrigan
1: is? Because you
0: bring her up a lot.
1: No, what? In a good skater. way? Skater. Yes. She's a skater. So Nancy Kerrigan, she's like the Olivia Rodrigo of the 90s. Because she was, like, perfect and pretty... And then Tanya and her Harding. Her boyfriend
0: fucked her over and she had a big song. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 and he came yeah. As gay. No, literally. <laughs> Except for the gay part because it was the 90s. Yeah. They didn't have gay people. He
0: came out as metrosexual. She's. <laughs> that was.
1: In, yeah, that was back then. And oh my God. Do you remember the word metrosexual? <laughs> yeah. I
2: f- I'm just thinking of just like fingerless gloves. I'm like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> my gym, you know this. My gym teacher called me metrosexual in fifth grade. No, but like. That, that was you were allowed to say it then but then it was like not bad what was it, it was like, what
0: did, you wanted to redo your uh, picture
1: I was the only one day. that wanted to go to picture retake day <laughs> well I was the only yeah. one that was there for the originals <laughs> and then he's like yeah you were a metrosexual
0: <laughs> that's one of my favorite stories that's oh, the only story I've ever heard Nancy Kerrigan but
1: Nancy Kerrigan is like a star like in terms of like underdog like she got attacked Tonya Harding's boyfriend like hit her with a oh she with was a, with the knees the knees okay
2: yeah
1: yeah so like that's the ultimate underdog story you get attacked like by your competitor and then you're supposed to like rise up and like compete it's beautiful underdog Americans love an underdog story mm-hmm.
0: mm-hmm. American dream
1: it's the American dream it's the underdog bootstraps story. Nancy Kerrigan represents bootstraps yeah yeah
2: you know what else is a great figure skating movie? Oh, I think it's called, like, Ice Princess. <laughs> with shell <laughs> <Trachtenberg. laughs> <laughs> Yes, yes, with her. And she's, like, a physics major or something. Or, like, yes. she's in high school and she's really smart. And she's like, I'm nerdy, but I'm going to help with the other figure skaters by, like, calculating, like, doing calculations on my computer to, like, teach them how to jump higher and stuff. Which, like, <laughs> I don't think that really holds up. Right. <laughs> that you would be doing the exact calculation I'm like... Yeah, that doesn't
0: feel like something you can bring. You can't bring that kind of science into it.
2: Yeah. Also, like you're like a high school or something in it. Like the <laughs> idea that you're like gonna specifically calculate for like the weight of the blade. Mm-hmm. But it was like a cool movie.
0: And then she, she takes off her glasses, and she was the best figure skater the whole time.
2: Oh, I, is that how it ends? I don't know.
0: <laughs> That's
2: I where the something... I thought it was going. She does have some kind of transformation where she does some like thing on a lake in like a pretty dress. Yeah. I honestly don't remember. It was the math that stuck with me. <laughs>
1: She's, just she, she's a bit of a voice club of her own, Michelle Trachtenberg. Mm. Do you remember that show, Figure It Out Wild Style? Nope. I think you're both too young for it. I'm older, but so Figure It Out Wild Style, like it was like all these Nickelodeon stars that were just like on it, and then you get slimed. Do you remember this?
2: Oh, the slime! Oh, yeah, yeah. Slime. I just didn't know what it was called. There was but like a game the show. Iconic slime.
1: They would have like random kids come on, and the host was Summer Sanders, who was an Olympic swimmer. And then this is cut all of this, but then they'd be like, <laughs> the kids would have like a skill and it'd be like, I have two snails. And then you'd have to like figure out what their skill was. And if you got it wrong, then you would get slimed.
0: The only game show I remember of those was like the Disney games. Remember the Disney games?
1: Wait, was it like a tournament?
0: It was like a Disney Channel Star games where they got all the different people who were like Disney Channel stars at the time. Of course. Time. And they would split them up into teams, and they had, like, different oh, colors on yeah, yeah, and they would yeah. compete in games. Oh, yeah. that does
2: sound vaguely familiar. And
0: it was, like, it was Mitchell with... Musso, yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. Miley Cyrus, and they're like, and kids the don't like Jonas the Olympics, brothers. but maybe they'll like this. Yeah, it yeah. was kind of like a, their own, like, Olymp- And, like, Corbin Blue, Vanessa Hudgens. It was, like, the era yes. where, like... High uh, School Musical was like really big so we were
1: yeah. in third, fourth, fifth grade. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wait, speaking of skating do you remember Brink the Disney Channel original movie? No. Did you guys watch? Did you, you remember that? No. There was like a Disney Channel original movie for every sport. <laughs> like every single sport. I think it was just easy to make them. Like there was a baseball one Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off and there was a basketball one where the kid was Jewish and like it was like a but it was relevant that he was Jewish that wasn't a random fact. It was important to the movie. <laughs> I forget why. But then that's why High School Musical was such a big deal because it was like we've had all these sports ones and now we get a musical movie. But it's still a
0: little bit sports. It's
1: still kind of actually sporty. <laughs> get your head in the game, yeah. Iconic. I mean, it was the old, one of the only Disney Channel series to graduate to actual theaters where people actually paid money to go that's see true. it.
2: That's true. It was playing mm. in movie theaters. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, but... What is Corbin Blue doing now?
1: Being gay? Probably. Yeah. Is he? I feel like he is.
2: He has a name that sounds like he could be a chef. Yes. Maybe yes. I'm just thinking of like blue
1: cheese.
0: Chicken corndog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait,
2: that's literally probably what I'm thinking of. <laughs> he
0: sounds tasty for some reason.
1: <laughs> I think he was on what everyone was on, which is Dancing with the Stars.
0: Oh, oh yeah. Which
1: circle back to your point about like figure skating, gymnastics, how those people become it's like, stars. Where do
0: they go next. They go on. Dance they on go sports. on Dancing with the Stars.
1: You're not going to be on the the Marlins and find yourself on Dancing with the Stars, but if you're a gymnast chances are good
0: it is like like if you find yourself on Dancing with the Stars you're doing your last lap this is it.
1: It. <laughs> this is it
0: yeah your time in the sun your
2: farewell tour literally
0: yeah go dance um okay so not a sports fan but what is a boys club you are a part of
2: I was gonna say stand up comedy but I feel like you probably get that a lot on the podcast so I was gonna say uh uh like fun wholesome subreddits specifically the r slash rabbit subreddit oh because you have a rabbit i have a pet rabbit and i'm obsessed with him and it's a very niche little pet community that they require like very specific care and so i spend a lot of time on the rabbit subreddit just like reading about rabbit care and looking at people's like cute pictures of rabbits and people like you start Uh to see the same commenters and stuff too like it's (laughs) i never went on reddit because i was like oh reddit gets such a bad rap as like Mm -hmm. you know Scary, whatever, yeah. But then I was like, Oh, but you can go on Reddit and just click like bunny rabbits and hiking pictures and like that's so you know funny memes. It's like you can just do like the most wholesome stuff. And now it's my favorite app because it's all just like sweet, wholesome things that I've curated. That's
0: nice. It's nice to know that there are some good corners of it and that not all of it gets infiltrated by craziness.
2: Totally. The rabbit one is very wholesome, yeah. Uh, there's other ones that are like, oh, <laughs> you know what I'm really into is um. there's a subreddit for mechanical keyboards, like the oh. old like clickety-clackety ones, yeah. but I don't really. Like, people get really into them and like customizing them. Have you seen this?
1: No. Like people,
2: typewriters? No, just like a, like a Logitech external okay. keyboard, but people get really into like taking them apart, putting on custom keycaps, and the switches, the little thing that actually moves it, they use like different types of like lube to lube the switch specifically like key lube and they like to make it sound like the best it could possibly sound and they fascinating some of them sound so like creamy and thick it's like the most satisfying sound you've ever heard in your life people will do just like 10 hour loops on youtube of like asmr style yeah but people get really into like these custom builds and spend like hundreds of dollars on them so there's a subreddit where people will just post like, here's a keyboard I built and Wait, it's like how really did cute. You find That's this. So, yeah. I don't I'm gonna know, look that up. Remember. I was like on some YouTube rabbit hole of like weird, like sober hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> and then I found that. That's what the pandemic has done to me is I have a lot of like weird hobbies that I'm like, this would cost thousands of dollars to pursue and I'm just fascinated by Facebook. it. Yeah.
1: Yes. And Reddit makes it accessible kind of. Yeah, almost. I can just watch other
2: people do it. That Wait, so it's sweet.
1: nice to know that Reddit can be wholesome.
2: Yeah, you just gotta be very particular. I've
1: yeah. never heard anyone use wholesome to describe anything on that site.
2: <laughs> Truly, I
0: well, this just made like I feel like I'll have arguments with my dad sometimes about like the future of like where we're headed with like tech kind of taking jobs and stuff. And I was like, oh, we're probably gonna have, to have like a restructuring of the way that we exist, and it will be like not so mm-hmm. like job oriented. And he's very like, what are people gonna do with their time? They're gonna make cool keyboards and shit. If we can get people to find their hobbies, they will spend yeah. The time. Yeah, and they're so harmless. Like it can just be nice. <laughs> yeah. Good people making crazy keyboards.
2: And that's something that only happens in a society of like excess. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like yeah, custom built mechanical keyboards for yourself is like. I mean, I love it. I support it, but God, do we not need it? You yeah. Know what I, mean? <laughs> I mean, just something could not have less utility or function. No.
0: No. no that's pure that's pure joy yeah pure joy. it's pure joy i i was i don't i always think i get turned away from reddit because of the interface makes me anxious because i don't know how to work it but you know three seconds and then i kind of figure it out but i was list, i was reading this article yesterday about like a24 and like the cult of a24 and like how mm. it's become like a personality trait essentially to like a24 movies and the most subscribed to or followed reddit is it subscribed uh joined
2: i don't joined, even whatever, know whatever
0: the most the biggest reddit site in all of Reddit, is a twenty four. Really? Isn't that crazy? Oh, I'm not even on that. That's so interesting. Yeah, that's like the biggest one. of. Uh, nothing else is even... What closer.
1: do they talk about on there?
0: I don't know. They just share memes or talk about theories. I'm sure when, like, the Oscars are coming around, I'm sure there's a lot of talk about that. But it's like, yeah, just like whatever people post to, like, these forums and, like, have these conversations. Wow. I mean, pretty much any time I've needed information about, like, just trans healthcare stuff or whatever, like, there's not a ton of information out there, like, publicly, but, like, you end up on
2: reddit any good any question you need to ask if you you tap reddit onto the end you get like a good discussion on it usually yeah i also felt the same way about the interface too where i was like this is weird but i just like i never go on the homepage. i only go on i found it because i needed advice on like rabbit care and Mm -hmm. like same thing it was like i wasn't finding stuff online and then i found like this subreddit and i made an account just to like follow the rabbit stuff but then it's like i don't know other social media sites it's like your feed is so randomized by what the algorithm thinks you would like. Mm-hmm. Whereas like if you just say on your subscribe page of Reddit, it's literally just posts from real people on topics I already said I'm interested in. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like it's veering off in one direction or the other, like it's just showing you exactly what you signed up for, which is like really refreshing. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mine are all like ways we're gonna die <laughs> and crime and plane crashes. Wait, are you
2: you have a
0: Reddit
1: that you. Uh, yeah, I have an account, but I never comment on it because I don't want anyone to know. I'm not doing that.
0: Sure, but why, why plane crashes? Well, yeah, what do you subscribe to? I think to? I'm
1: obsessed with horror, and like, it's the Catholic in me. And like, oh. just like, anytime there's like a murder or something, I like uh, all through the Reddit pages. It's oh my good gosh. for things like that. That's why when you said wholesome, I was like, wow. I didn't know that that was no, a I, thing.
2: There's like, I want ones where some people post like fun facts that they learned. No, I yeah. want that too.
1: I want that. I didn't realize I wanted that until right now. Me
0: it's too. Really you know, nice. It's really nice. It makes me want to make an account.
1: It makes me want to climb out of this hole I'm in with my Yeah,
0: yeah you gotta, you gotta turn that ship around.
1: <laughs> it's never too late.
2: Yeah, that's, that's what, what are the ones you're subscribed to?
1: I don't think I subscribe to anything, but the you're ones I go on. Murder. Yeah. Like true crime, Jeffrey Dahmer, William, William. Oh my gosh. Casey. I can't
2: do True crime.
1: Um or John Gacy. Wait, I can are only you, do true crime.
0: Really? Why are it, you looking at the ones where gay men get have you seen Don't Fuck with
1: Cats? Obsessed with myself, I guess. Um no I've never watched Don't Fuck with Wait, I started it. But that was about not is that Reddit in there? There's a social media site that they all use. Facebook I maybe? It's just Facebook. I think it's Facebook. Yeah. But when you were talking, it makes me feel like Reddit is as big of an issue as not issue, but like is as like you think people are so mad about Facebook and like the election, you gotta wonder like what's Reddit doing, you know?
0: Yeah. When I read, I read this book about basically the alt-right movement and how it like intersects with big tech and kind mm-hmm. of like who's responsible and blah, blah, blah. And how these people are finding themselves on these rabbit holes as a response to like big tech, just kind of like being like, oh, this makes money for us. So we yeah. There. And yeah. Reddit was pretty heavily featured. They definitely like have done some stuff, but probably not. But it also seems like... It's interesting to me because you said, like, things won't get pushed to you necessarily.
2: There's, like, definitely, like, an explore page and a home page, but I just stay on the, like... Yeah. ...my feed of, like, cute rabbits and animal videos and that kind of thing. Like, I've, I've not ventured out into other parts of the app because I, like, know that the app has that reputation. Right. There is there's a subreddit that I'm not subscribed to because it's, it's too depressing, but I've looked at it on occasion of, like... Um, it's called like QAnon casualties or something, but it's all about people like what you said, like people whose family members have gotten like kind of radicalized on the internet and yeah. been like, "Hey, my mom was like a pretty normal person, and I've watched her through Facebook and Fox News and all this stuff like lose touch with reality and become this yeah. crazy QAnon person." And it's like people going on this forum trying to be like, "How do you Helping stop them. this?" Yeah. yeah, because my mom can just go on Facebook for eight hours a day. It's like, how do you intervene with that?
0: Yeah. That's, I mean, I'm glad people are sharing those stories so that hopefully people get some awareness to how, like, fucking crazy it is, like, with, yeah, because it's, it's dark. Yeah. Yeah. It's dark. But I'm glad that there's some good parts of Reddit.
2: Yeah, that's right. You just gotta, you gotta curate your, you gotta curate your homepage. Do you have friends on Reddit? No. Okay. I don't. No, I don't like follow anyone or do. It's not really like a so. I it's almost you and the information. It's, it's me and the else. rabbits, baby. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. And it's nice because people will actually respond. I'll post like, hey, this like dried fruit I got at PetSmart. Can I give this to my rabbit? And like ten people will like give you like three paragraphs long. Like, I don't. People are like really invested in it. It's kind of yeah. cool. It's kind of nice because it is like a return to like
0: community, like information and being like yeah we none of us really know the answers to how to exist in anything so like Mm. when i have a problem i just turn to the community who is also interested in this and then they'll answer it yeah we just gotta hope that we all know the answer i guess
1: um that's really nice though wait are you sober did you say yeah i am oh cool i'm sober too oh hell yeah yeah i feel like
2: that's partially what's fueled like this like being into like mechanical keyboards and i got into like rug making during covid i'm like I need an outlet for, like, yes. something that's kind of fun if I'm not, like, I'm no not completely. drinking, I'm not smoking weed.
1: Yeah. yeah. like, what else can we put our energies into Yeah. that are peaceful? Like, uh, did you get a rabbit after you got sober?
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, Yeah. I was sober because I was in college. I got him during COVID.
1: You got sober in college?
2: I got sober, like, freshman year fall. It wasn't like I, like, had a drinking problem and was like, I need to stop. It was more like I have anxiety and OCD and yeah. I can't just bring my brain through massive ups and massive downs because I get too... Mm-hmm. It just makes my mental health bad. We yeah. Um, so it was more that, and, like, weed started giving me panic attacks, so I was like, let me just calm down. Yeah. But yeah so I, I love how you described
1: that. Bring your brain through massive ups and massive downs. Oh, thanks. That's so interesting. It's, like,
2: kind of, like, I don't know, it felt, like, destabilizing to me in a way that yeah. I was, like, I think I just have a brain that needs to be, like, calmly petted, and then yes. everything's good, but yeah. it's not, like, I can't be throwing stuff at it.
1: Yeah. No, that yeah. makes total sense.
0: I... Would not describe myself as sober Because I don't feel like that's the appropriate word for it But I definitely have stopped drinking Like most of the time Like I like drink at this wedding And like I'll have a glass of wine at dinner like with my family or whatever But I haven't like had drinks Like out at shows or like at mics Or anything for like Probably like six or seven months now Because it's the same thing I was like this is just making me anxious I wake up hungover and I feel bad And like mm. I can't feel productive And like I just feel like I'm spiraling out So like I'll just stop doing it completely and I like it has made me feel so much better
2: that was the other reason for me too was stand up it's like I started stand up young and then I want I saw people who were like really wed the two things of like drinking and doing comedy Mm -hmm. and people were like oh I kind of need to be drunk to go up on stage and I'm like oh I don't want to like cross those wires and then in five years I can't separate them you know what I mean like it just seems like a slippery slope
0: yeah yeah I I never from the jump I never did want to like drink before getting on stage because like The few times I've had, like, even a beer or two before, just, like, even my mouth is kind of dry, and I, like... And if I stumble over my words, I'm like, you're an idiot. Like, you did this to yourself. You could have easily avoided this. Like, sometimes you don't have a choice in the way the audience... Like, you can give it your all and they don't love you, but, like, when you get up there and you didn't give it your full effort and you didn't prepare properly, it's like, well, now that's on you and that was a waste of your time. Yeah. It feels disrespectful to yourself, at least in my opinion, to, like... But for some people, that might be the right way to give it your all. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But... Yeah, I've never I, I've never understood people who could do it high. Like I'm like I couldn't yeah. do write my own name down. It's high. hard enough sober. It's yeah. Like why make it harder? Yeah. It's also so expensive to drink.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My roommate said he spent sixty dollars last night at like a hell's kitchen bar. It's like, oh my god.
0: You probably get like three
1: drinks. Yeah. That's
2: so crazy.
1: Yeah. I'm like two forty nine for a Celsius? Yeah. What <laughs> it's crazy. No, so yeah financially it's caffeine. Less.
2: i recently like in the last week or two stopped drinking caffeine wow because it was making me anxious which i was like okay at this point come on like can i not <laughs> handle anything uh but i yeah i stopped it because i was starting to get really jittery towards the end of the day and like yeah you know i hate to say it but i quit and it made me feel better
0: <laughs> yeah i'm sure i mean it's a drug like anything else yeah i yeah
2: and it's like a bad one for anxiety i think i mean it just makes sense that it would make anxiety worse yeah but like how do you feel comer? like caffeine <laughs> no, are you, I are wa- I are
1: you your- putting me on blast <laughs> <laughs> I love I watched it
0: go across your face go wait should I say
1: <laughs> no I
2: love coffee though it makes me so sad I, I want so badly to just go down to the coffee shop and what get a coffee a, in the morning like decaf I might try to switch to that because yeah. the ritual of it is so nice say, I love the smell and like
0: yeah waking up having it it is a great like centering like morning starts now yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah it probably though is the kind of thing like if you never become addicted to you don't need and then it's once you build the addiction like great you've created a need for yourself Mm -hmm. yeah which is hard I love the way I'm just gonna say it again where you said you bring your brain through ups and downs I think that was like poetic
2: oh thank you because I think it's so easy that's my merch
1: yeah that was fascinating because it's like so easy to with things like that to be like oh I'm a victim of booze I'm a victim of a dumb relationship I'm a victim of a job whatever but to be like no like I'm bringing myself through these things is like oh my god Mm. Self first. Yeah, you're in the driver's seat. Yes, this is a this podcast became Oprah Soul Sessions really fast.
0: <laughs> it is nice to feel that you have more. Like I feel like I have more agency over my my days and my life when I like. And this is not a radical thought, but like when I'm sober and like when I get a good night's sleep and I can just like I just feel way better. I feel like such a dork sometimes because I'm like I really would love to just like get to bed by ten and get up and start my day and like my like. Uh, excitement for, like, parties and, like, other things has really declined. It's, like, mm. it's stupid. I'm literally 24. I should – I feel like I should be doing that stuff, but I just, like – it doesn't – it hardly ever makes me feel as good as, like, being refreshed.
2: No, I'm the same way. I'm also just, like, not really a party person. But I like having fun. I'm not, like – parties are bad. Yeah. But, like, I would, like – I love, like, having, like, a board game night with people. Totally. Like, I don't know. I think it's, like, okay if that's, like – your speed kind of yeah i used to i'm like a six year old woman do you
1: remember (laughs) guthrie's bar on addison in chicago
2: i don't think i ever went there it's
1: a board game bar that i used to take (gasps) first dates to
2: oh my gosh and that's why i left chicago single west
0: village it's called um
2: wait i have heard about this yes
0: yeah i'm there's gotta be some in brooklyn too i'd I'd imagine
2: that's i mean that's incredible
0: yeah we've been trying to play more board games
1: um i love board games. what are your favorites Wait, I just played one that I loved. Um, that was like, it was so, it was, I love Apples to Apples. So like, <laughs> that's a classic. That's a classic. When I was at the beach with my family, we played this one. I don't think it was called Codenames. I think that's something else. But it might have been called Codenames. And it was like, <laughs> you'd have like all these words and it'd be two teams. And like, there was, is that what it is?
2: I'm wondering, Yeah. This one? Wait, Nico literally just pulled out the game. code names is here. Wait, it's code names. <laughs> it's yeah. absolutely code names. Code
1: names is so fun. I is that f- where you say the word that you're trying to associate with different words at the same time? You're
2: trying to get your team to
0: like guess which ones are yours. Yes. Yeah. Code names. So I don't need to explain. This podcast like is not sponsored by Big Board Game. We promise. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, my favorite. I was like, "Oh my gosh! Names. I've
2: like co- caused a copyright infringement." <laughs> Wait, <laughs> yeah, how I don't did
1: you listen to this for that? How did we you? This, the boys in the whistleblower. That's all who's listening. We have fifty nine listeners and one whistleblower. Wait, how did you end <laughs> up with code names? Uh, that's Sam's. That's a cool guy. It is a cool guy. I feel like with being sober, sometimes people try to like police my fun. Where it's, like, I'll be, like, at a thing, and I'll be, like, having fun. People are, like, no, really have fun. they would be, like, no, I'm having fun. This how I fun. This is my fun face. I'm fun right now. I'm <laughs> I'm fine. And then the most stressful thing is showing that you're having fun to other people becomes, like, the whole thing. Mm. Does that happen to you? You're, um, like, validate my feeling. No.
2: <laughs> I almost have, like, a – this sounds, like, maybe cringe to say because I feel like it sounds fake, but I feel like it's real. If you're, like, around a lot of, like – like, friends who are, like, kind of drunk and buzzed, and they're, like, loosening up. Like, it makes you loosen up and, no, like, completely. follow that same vibe. And, like, I'm, like, oh, I don't want people to think that I'm faking. But it's, like, it literally is just kind of contagious. So you don't yeah. feel, like, totally outside of it if you're just, like, kind if of follow the wave. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, that's true. Do you have, do you get anxious, you said? Yeah. Yeah, I get anxious, too. So to me, I'm always very just, like... And then when everyone else is drunk, it's, like, calmer.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it is. it is. It's almost, like, permission to be on that different wavelength yeah well they let yeah. their guard down
0: so like you it lets you
2: let your guard down too. yes yeah because yeah. i think a
1: lot of anxiety is the perception of other people's perception mm-hmm. be like oh other people are perceiving the xyz and then it's like no other people are drunk yeah other yeah. people are out of it actually not gonna remember this which is yeah nice. yeah yeah that is i insane. love that because <laughs> yeah. then i can be like okay nobody's home <laughs> 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 we're Good. Yeah, nobody's home we're That's chill
0: Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Uh, what is, I guess our last question is: What is a boys' club you would like to create or see in the world? Community you would like to form?
2: Yes, the community I want to form is um, is <laughs> is okay. Kind of a good segue, like sober camping buddies.
0: Yeah. Is wait. What uh, Issa. Issa wants to camp, Oh, right? my God. Anyway, not to derail you, sober camping, buddies.
2: Yeah, well, not not even that it has to be sober, but just, like, I love camping, mm-hmm. but I it's hard to find, like, new friends in the city to camp with because you're like, I need to really know that you're not going to murder me in the yeah. woods. <laughs> I can't be like, hey, I just met some really cool people at this bar, and oh we're all going to go upstate for a week with yeah. no cell service. Like... <laughs> It's a hard community to form. Yeah, the camping Reddit, not a safe space maybe. No, not <laughs> at
0: all. <laughs> That's awesome, though. I was just saying, especially when it gets to be, like, fall, I would love to go upstate for a weekend and just, like, be in the nature. Wait, yeah. I'm a baby, you know, a little bit more of a cabin guy. I don't know that I could be, like, tent, tent vibe, but I would love to be in a cabin.
1: I think I... Okay, well, it's funny that you said about getting murdered, because every horror movie, I was just thinking about this, and it was, like, why I don't think I'll get murdered in my apartment... Because every horror movie does start with, like, an activity. Like, they're all going somewhere.
0: Something out of the re-
1: ordinary. Something where they're in one place. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people, and that's where they all get, like, slashed, murdered, dead. I don't know why I was thinking about that. Reddit, who knows? But uh, <laughs> but it's, yeah, you have to, like, it's a high level of trust you have to have with people if you're going yeah. to the woods with them.
2: Totally. I am very much a camping, or, like, a, a tent person, though. Yeah. I love it. But yeah. I've only been camping a few times when I, like, my friend's dad like he her family i just like tagged along mm-hmm. when we were a kid and i was like this is the most fun i've ever had in my life and you're like cooking food over a fire and it's like kind of primal and yeah. it's like it's awesome
1: do you watch survivor
2: no Ugh.
1: i've never seen it it's too late it's a bad show now <laughs> Back in the, day. Early seasons, though. the early seasons are good yeah i'll give you my cbs all access oh thank you <laughs> and my dad has paid for every year for five years like, watch survivor five years ago wait where did you grow up North Carolina. Oh, wait, where?
2: Uh like Carborough Chapel Hill.
1: Oh my god. I went to Elon University. Shut up. Did you wait, no, you went to Chicago. No no
2: no, but I but I went to Chapel Hill High School, my like that's crazy. I think I
1: did a dance marathon at Chapel Hill High School. <gasps> I think, did you have a dance marathon?
2: I think we might have. Was it the end of year graduation thing?
1: Like maybe, I don't know. We like organized a DM there and like. Wait, you
2: went to Elon. I That's went to so Elon. crazy. I have friends who went to Elon. I, that's so funny. by senior
1: year, I was very much just like, what are we doing out here? And then I would rent a car and just drive to cool towns. And it was like Carborough, Asheville, Yeah, Carborough, Carborough. Asheville
2: are the two like.
1: There's Asheville. one cool with a G. Greensboro? Greensboro. Mm, you no, know, that's a lame town. Greenville. I forget, I'm going to, so I, I would Google like where writers lived in North Carolina and be like, that's where I'm going to go. And it would be like, I forgot what it's called, but like North Carolina is very lovely. And the
2: mountains are so pretty. Carborough cool. is so cool. Yeah, I love Carborough. It was the
1: first, first place I saw like a mechanical bull and the co-op. <laughs> do you know the co-op?
2: Oh, Weaver Street? Yes. I literally spent my entire childhood there that's at that co-op. That's a beautiful place.
1: That's what I like. And then when I moved to Chicago, I was like, "Oh, what are the cool neighboring towns?" And then I realized that it's like, well, they don't exist because those people moved to Logan Square. So, that's <laughs> they all came here.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like a rare little
1: like gem, Carborough. Yeah, it's so beautiful. And it yeah, it's very just like small town charm. And it doesn't yeah. have like Asheville's very much like a thing and like people like Move there, regulate I feel like Carborough has its like. Carborough doesn't have any tourists. It's like, I know. Yeah. Except for me. In my, <laughs> in my You're the one person who's ever Googled it. I mm-hmm. know. Renting my car going to Carborough. You would love Carborough. Where, wait, what's it, what is it near in North
0: Carolina? Like, where in the state is it? It's
2: near like UNC. Okay. So where the Tar Heels are, like that's Chapel Hill, Carborough. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's like basically oh, part of Chapel Hill. Oh, yes.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Now I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah.
2: It's a, yeah, it's a good
1: time. North Carolina so, is wild though because it's so. Like it has these insanely red, the whole thing is probably oh, pretty yeah. red. But then these like blue pockets. Yeah, Carbro's
2: like it's kind of weird as yeah. blue as you can get. Yeah. But it's like yeah, in North Carolina when like I was like growing up and we had like the bathroom bills and all this shit, it was just like sorry, can I curse? Oh know. yeah, yeah. You um, absolutely, you have to. Okay, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a weird dichotomy. Yeah, you're kind of like constantly, I don't know, at war with the rest of the state. Like yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: And North Carolina is lovely because you can just like drive to watch the sunset from a mountain, on like spur of the moment, or go to the beach. I went to Ocean Isle Beach a few weeks ago. Do you know what that is?
2: Ocean Isle, I think it's so. Next I went to, to Wilmington a lot. I think or oh, Wrightsville oh, yeah. Beach. Yeah,
1: you mm-hmm. we went there as well. Is it the Outer Banks? Past. Okay.
2: Oh wow, but it's cool. You have the mountains and the beach in one. You have everything, place. and yeah. they have
1: all four
0: seasons. North Carolina is a great state. I like they it a lot. Love North
1: we're sponsored by North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. North
2: Carolina Board of Tourism.
1: Yeah. And then we moved Just to Chicago, move and it was like pure <laughs> Michigan, and we're going to go to Michigan, and it was like, no. no oh, gosh. my gosh. Did, did you like Chicago?
2: I love my time there. Yeah. I don't think, like, I think the Midwest is, like, not my vibe, and even though Chicago is a city, I'm like, I don't know. I'm like an East Coast Jew. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. like, it's a different speed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm weird. like, I need to, everyone's, I don't know. Very nice and stuff, but I'm like, I need to I don't know, New York's just like a little faster, right? A little denser. It makes me feel like calm. It's like a white noise machine almost. You know what I mean? I'm like I almost need a lot of stuff to be happening to like feel at ease when nothing's happening or I'm around like very nice Midwest people, I'm like, okay, but what's actually going on? You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you did you start stand up in Chicago?
2: No, I started in North Carolina in high school. So I did like three years in North Carolina and then did like four years in Chicago and now one year here.
1: Did you know, like, Hall?
2: Wait, I never went there, but I feel like there was, like, a big, like, arts festival there.
1: Yeah, it was, like, see, they have those (laughs) there. It was, like, might all have, like, one giant thing, and it's, like, the cool thing that's happening all the time. Oh, my
2: gosh, you know what the giant cool thing was? Okay, wait, this is my favorite thing ever, Shakori Hills Music Festival.
1: Wait, that sounds lovely. It was
2: this, like, really hippie music festival in the woods, and they would have cool bands and people in costumes. You can get your face painted and, like... I mean, talk about like a sober activity around like a bunch of people on drugs. Like people were like doing mushrooms in the woods, but I was there like innocently with my friends in middle school, like playing tetherball, like listening to these bands. I
0: haven't played tetherball in years. Dude,
1: it's so fun. I've never played tetherball. I was always a little it's never short, too late. I was really
0: good at as John
1: Hedrick. I believe that. Really tall and hit it.
0: Wait, where, where, where in North Carolina was this?
2: Oh, I, I, it was one of those things where I'm like, I'm so young. I was so young mm-hmm. when it happened that I don't have like a directional sense of it. But it was somewhere probably like 40 minutes outside of Chapel Hill. Okay. I think it still like goes on now. I mean, they get good bands. They had like open mics. My friends and I like sang songs, the open mics. It's <laughs> it was like so cute. And you just like camp out in a tent and like do arts and crafts and stuff. Yeah. That's like a very like hippie North Carolina thing, I feel like.
1: Do you remember open mics where people would sing songs? I guess it's still doing, obviously exists. A
2: mixed music, comedy, poetry yes. open mic. Wow!
1: Like in high That's school, a place. we had one, and it would just be all girls, singer-songwriter energy, and they were raising money for a school in Africa, an all-girls school in Africa. And we would just sit there, and they would like at a coffee shop, and they would like sing Nora Jones. Wow! It was like we have to sit raising there? money with an open mic. Yes. Wait, did y'all have
2: like a an acapella group in your high school?
1: We were all boys. Oh wow! As this if that mean, answers was the question. Right. Yeah. Wait. What? <laughs> uh, no. I don't think we did it
2: in our high
0: school, but definitely in college there were. A couple mm.
2: Were they the cool kids? Because I feel like when my high school, like, there were these two acapella groups, and it was like, if you're anyone, you're in the acapella group. Was this post in a Pitch Perfect? It was probably around the same time, actually. Yeah, because
0: Pitch Perfect came out when I was in, like, maybe a sophomore in high school. Hollywood?
1: Yeah, I think had, it was around
0: the same time. Yeah.
1: Hollywood had, like, a task force to make theater kids cool. Like, they really <laughs> did. It, and, like, no, honestly, Pitch Perfect overtime. probably helped yes yeah
2: people were doing the cup song thing oh like that got God. that got big
1: yeah that
0: was big for a long time it was hard to shape that one
2: yeah i
0: know but i don't funny. i don't think i mean they were like it was like respected i think at
2: wake but it wasn't
1: cool necessarily mm. oh it was at elon it was very cool
2: wait i forgot we're all north carolina ties that's mm-hmm. so
1: crazy mm-hmm. yeah
0: because yeah. i feel like there were people who like got into it they would audition to get into it i think it was like if you got in, people be like, "Oh, you're a really good singer. That's cool." And I think we we're at like the type of school where it was like, "It is cool to like be a part of things and like pe- like follow your interests mm. and stuff uh-huh. to some degree." Um, but it wasn't like, "Oh, sweet, the acapella kids are here." Like that was not really the vibe. Wait,
2: we- did you guys know each other in North Carolina?
1: Mm-mm. No, we met here. Wow, oh. small year world, ago. though. Yeah, Dang. I saw him from across across Eastville Comedy Club. And I'm like- sure that
2: was
0: one of the first things that we connected on. though, was North Carolina. The South. Probably, yeah. Yeah, because Elon and Wake are so
1: close. I said GoDeeks. go-deeks. I was I still like code switching back
2: then. Elon's like a big party <laughs> school, right? Yeah. Like, what's the vibe of Wake? Wake is like really rich
0: kids who want to go to a private school and are also from, like, the South, kind of, mm. in some New Jersey. Yeah. Have
2: you ever gone on, like, a Wikipedia page for, like, a local... Like, I went on... Literally last night, I went on the Wikipedia page for my local... Like, high school I went to, and there was, like... <laughs> There was a section of it that was titled the 2007 to 2009 cheating ring. And there was like a scandal where these kids had like one of the master keys to all the doors and they were going in after hours getting the test scores or like the the test answer keys from teachers, photocopying them, sending them out to other students. And then like it was a thing where the school had to spend thousands of dollars to rekey all of the locks because they were like, these students... Damn. and they have our hands oh my tied God. <laughs> there was also a prank one year where they this was before I got there but you like legend spreads where like they went in the vice principal's office I don't know how they did this vice principal or another teacher but they got all of his furniture like his desk his whole office and they moved it to the roof <laughs> the parrot trap
1: did, they- <laughs> did that happen <laughs> in a like- parrot trap?
2: Was it from the Bedrop they they do another in, inspiration to one, of the,
1: one of the twins in the Be job at summer camp they put their beds on the roof
2: Oh my gosh it so funny. yeah, they moved like his desk and stuff though and they like re- it's not on the Wikipedia page. it should add an entry. but yeah, everyone there was like telling kind. us about that like it was
0: like a local legend. The legendary prank at my school was that like several years prior to me being there it was like that this is like very savannah that they got like three pigs or something and they put numbers on them one, two and four
2: that's awesome <laughs> Wait, that's
0: so funny it's <laughs> like very southern to be like we got these pigs from my uncle or something and it's like uh, now i'm gonna look up the wikipedia page for my school though
2: it's really yeah really interesting. i found out, i found out that someone which props to this girl we had a one-person golf team my senior year mm. this is one person and, and she's she on The Notable Alumni. She's like a professional golf player now. What's her name? Gina Kim, I believe. Oh,
1: I only knew one. I was like... this <laughs> <laughs> it was the one I knew, I'd be like, oh my God. Um, are you on The Notable Alumni? No. Uh, Not yet. Soon, it. though. Soon. When this
0: gets
2: released,
1: <laughs> hey, then we made a bit... It's gonna happen. Did yeah. your
2: high school have like a senior prank?
1: Wait, literally no. But as we were saying that, it was like, we were just little bitch boys who <laughs> didn't have any... No. You go like, Catholic school? Yeah. Senior skip day, but like... Everybody does that. Be, be original. Our senior skip day was annoying because
0: it was obviously something we did every year, and it was like we like planned out when it was gonna be, so like they knew when it was coming. Yeah. It was very much just like a, we get to take the day off, whatever. But we always had it always fell during spring soccer season, and then like if you didn't come to school that day, you couldn't go to practice. But like the way you could get out of it is if all of your teachers gave you a free period, you could just use your like senior perks or whatever we had. Like if you when you were a senior, if you had a free period, you didn't have to be on campus. So, like, if they gave you free periods the entire day, you, a car. you would technically just be using your perks all day, and you could still go to practice, mm-hmm. and then you could play in the game that weekend. And we had, like, like one of our coaches wouldn't give a free period to people because he was like, I don't support this. And he was literally, like,
1: 26. It was like, why are you being such a dick? No, I know why, because I was a young teacher. He was being a dick because he had felt he needed to assert himself because he was so young. Uh. As a as a young teacher, you know that I was a twenty two year old teacher. That's why I was in Chicago. I was a teacher in Chicago. You
2: were a teacher at twenty two. What, what age were you teaching?
1: High school, right? That
2: sounds horrifying. Yeah, you why know, didn't they put you with like first graders? Yeah, because like when the age range is that close, like was it hard to be like, no, I'm your teacher?
1: Yeah, I was so bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely what subject did you teach? By. Well, English. Um, what books did you guys read? Romeo and Juliet. Classic. Mm, Romeo and Juliet. Antigone, Mm. which I think about every day and two other ones. Wow. You had a real good grasp of the curriculum, huh? (laughs) (laughs) I was a really bad teacher and it's literally, I'm so sorry to everyone. (laughs) Absolutely. sorry. Yeah, some of them have a gap in their knowledge. They, uh, they for sure do. Like, <laughs> it was I was not good, and I shouldn't have been a teacher. And I'm literally I were you a tough grader. No, <laughs> I was. Here's the thing: it everybody would, got A's. People.
2: Well, what is Teach for America?
1: So Teach for America is like an Americorps program where they send just like college graduates Conners. into like uh, Connors, <laughs> lots of Connors, into like under-resourced schools where there's like a teacher shortage, and we just like don't have education degrees, and we're like trained like over a four week summer school thing and then we do bad some of them do good i guess but it's like yeah
2: wait why did you get booed because people were like it's
1: the it's sorry tell me if i'm like no crying
2: into something you don't want to talk about cry <laughs> really like
1: white savior oh like okay Hillary gotcha, gotcha, swank, gotcha but yeah hillary's hillary's <laughs> have you seen freedom Riders? no it's don't even it's like very like was it you I told Hillary story yeah because That's she
0: plays song. she plays the trans man and boys don't cry her filmography
1: aged so bad like she yeah she,
0: which to be fair I don't think people were aware enough of like trans people or anything to make the right call on the casting of that in the 90s when it came out that being said it was jarring to see that the one of the only movies about trans men is first of all upsetting and second of all played by hillary swank (laughs) yes like when we
1: talk about people that should get canceled i think hillary swank's manager from that time period is like the camera director yeah yeah oh my god yeah um but i was a teacher it is
0: crazy that they do that though because it's like there are not a lot of other industries that they can just be like no, I know.
1: Yeah, I would have sentence in twenty-two year olds on a four-week. Could you train. imagine like you a, be a nurse? What exactly. be like? Here's <laughs> a cheap therapist rebate, which I would absolutely do. We <laughs> might be better. We pay twenty dollars to, and they like listen to you talk for an hour. That's, that's really the- all you want someone is someone who's listening to you talk.
2: Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes
1: advice is nice. Yeah. Do you have a therapist?
2: Yeah, I've been seeing the same therapist since eighth grade. That rocks. We've really been, yeah.
1: Your therapist retention rate, incredible. She's
2: awesome. She's the first therapist I tried, and I was just like, you're amazing. Wait, that's Great. awesome. Really you were seeing one in eighth grade. That's very cool. It was, thanks. Out of its time. I had a full mental breakdown. <laughs> I had like, a, stop me, this is like two. No, but please. I had like a, a period in eighth grade where I was like, well, it was started... <laughs> It's funny because it's. I, it also coincided with my, like, emo scene phase. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I was like, that was the foreshadowing. <laughs> but um, but I, where I was, like, having, like, full-blown panic attacks, like, every night, getting, like, three hours of sleep routinely. Yeah. My stomach hurt for, like, a year. And there was a point where I was like, wait, is everyone else not living like this? Like, this isn't what adulthood is. Right. And I was like, oh, this isn't normal. And then I was like, told my parents, I was like, this is happening. And they were like, what? And then I i started taking prozac i saw a therapist and she's great i still like do zooms with her and like it's not it's wild though to be like oh this one person knows like everything about me yeah and if God. i ever had to switch therapist like boy oh boy would we be starting over
1: yeah have you seen it's the like movie boyhood yes it's like boyhood wait that's it's the like 10 year yeah, 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 so it's yeah, like yeah. literally
2: i'm yeah. like it's, this is a big investment
1: yeah. That's like somehow more impressive than finding your spouse in middle school. I feel like it's finding <laughs> a life contest. Better than a high school sweetheart. Yes. My <laughs> last one called me Trevor one time, three times <gasps> in the session, and then I was like, no. Nope. Yeah, that was no good. I know, it's time to go. It's kind of think, hard to get past that. Yeah, it was, yeah. And he did try, he did call me and say, I just don't have to call you Trevor. I was like, you definitely have a cis gay man named Trevor as a client. And he confused <laughs> us. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good.
0: Yeah, well, he's, he's, he's gone. not employed
1: anymore. <laughs> me. He's off the roster.
0: Mm-hmm. He should do Teach for America. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just, they will take anybody. Yeah, and That's the problem That much is clear.
0: <laughs> Maddie, would you like to plug your socials before we wrap up?
2: Yeah, I'm on uh, Instagram and YouTube at uh, Maddie T Wiener on Instagram, and then I'm just me on YouTube. Uh, TikTok and Twitter were making me mentally ill, so I'm not on them. Maybe to the detriment of my career, but follow me on Instagram. Good
0: for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm also trying to get off those things. Um Awesome. All
1: right, we want to end this smooch.
0: One, two, three. Hey, boys, thanks for listening to our podcast, Boys Club. Connor, where can they find you on socials?
1: You can find me on Instagram at Connor Janda, that's C O N O R, panda with a J.
0: You can find me at Nico Carney and I C O Carney C A R N E Y. You can follow both of us at Boys Club Comedy on Instagram. We have a monthly show at club coming last week of the month. Uh, if you're in New York City, you better come hang out, come part, be part of the club.
2: Okay, see you
1: soon, boys.
0: X O X O.
2: Bye.